This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is unnecessary roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are live in studio, but not the regular studio. No, no, no. Not the one the Lotus broadcasting right there on Flamingo in the city of Las Vegas, but... No, we're at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ in Henderson, following a Raiders practice that I was at and media session with a new running back Peyton Barber. Also had linebacker Corey Littleton, and we're expected to talk to wide receiver Hunter Renfro, but I believe he's going to get pushed back till tomorrow. Uh, but we are here, Raider Nation. We are excited coming off the heels of JT the Brick Show with a, a lot of fantastic uh, interviews and, of course, a lot of great content. Calls from Raider Nation. We always love to hear from you, 702-365-9200. And, of course, the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Uh, it felt strange not having a show yesterday as we all uh, took the day off, Labor Day, and uh, that kind of lets you know that, all right, it is go mode now. Uh, for me and anyone who, who covers the NFL and covers football in general, that is almost the last day of, okay, you better take that one day to get a little bit of relaxation, and then it is all go time. It is full throttle. Uh, just get ready to get prepared uh, to handle your business all the way through to basically the Super Bowl. So that's what we are here to do, Raider Nation. Very pumped up about it. It is game week. Think about that. My man, DeMond Cotton, who's back in the home studios, and we always appreciate his efforts uh, each and every day and, of course, over the course of the weekend as well as he's putting in a lot of work behind the scenes. DeMond, how does it feel to know, my man, it is game week for the 2021 NFL season, getting kicked off on Thursday, of course, with the Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we are here to talk about the Raiders and the Ravens for Monday Night Football. How does it feel, my man? It feels completely different than last season. It's like that. It's like a different feeling. Maybe it's the fact that I know I'm going to be in the building this time <laughs> with actual people. But it's like I'm way more fired up about this Monday Night Football compared to last last year's Monday Night Football. You know, I'll tell you right now. I think it's the second part of that answer. Of course, you're going to be fired up to be there, as I'm fired up to be there as well. But I think that you're going to be fired up to be there, knowing that there's going to be a packed house, knowing that it's going to be Raider Nation in their in their glory, in their home, in their new home in Las Vegas, their beautiful Allegiant Stadium. I think that that is the real reason for the excitement and being pumped up and getting the anticipation, hearing the calls, seeing the text message from people that are coming in and getting ready to you know be at the stadium and, and fired up for their game. And I've had people reach out to me, Q, I'm coming in on Saturday. Q, I'll be in on Sunday. Q, I get in early Monday. Where are you going to be at? Like I've received so many text messages, tweets, calls, everything, letting me know what the business is, and I'm just one guy. So imagine that time's like 65,000. You know what I mean? It's going down, brother. Oh, it's going to be like, now that you say that, now I'm thinking like, oh, it's going to be packed. Like the preseason game, it was just like, oh my God, there's so many people here. Now I'm just like imagining that like at 100%. Right, This is going to be off the walls. 
It is. It really is. And, and we're going to continue to pound this home all week long. And I have a fantastic show for you, by the way. I have a lot of good guests coming up on the show. Uh, but we're going to pound this, this, uh, this message home all week long because it's so important. Raider Nation, I want you to have a smooth entrance into the game. Again, the key is a smooth entrance, and the Raiders want you to have a smooth entrance. Mark Davis wants you to have a smooth entrance. Everyone in the organization, everyone in this building that I'm sitting in right now wants you to have a smooth entrance. Get your vaccination papers, get your card, and get it in the Clear app. Download the Clear app. If you haven't done it yet, do it. And the reason I tell you do it right now, yes, you can sit in the parking lot and do it, but imagine 65,000 people, and I know it's not going to be everybody, but imagine a bunch of people, mass people, trying to get all their information loaded into this app in the parking lot. Have you ever tried to use your Wi-Fi when everyone else and their mother's using the Wi-Fi? It don't work that easy, right? Handle your business. Be prepared before you touch down in Las Vegas. If you're coming from out of town, before you touch down, before you get off that plane, if you have something to do on the plane or if you're riding in the car, not driving. If you're driving, please drive safely. But if you're riding in the car and you're bored because, well, your your significant other is not fun to talk to on road trips, I, I would never say that about mine. I'm just saying for yours, if that's the case, Handle your business. Get the Clear app. Download it onto your phone. Get your information in there, and you're good to go. So all you got to do when you get to Legion Stadium is bada-boom, bada-bing. <laughs> and then you're in there. Simple as that. So I'm going to continue to pound this home. I know JT is going to talk about it. Of course, the morning tailgate with Clay Baker is going to be talking about it. Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle. We're all going to encourage you to continue to make sure you get that Clear app downloaded on your phone. It is so simple. If I can figure it out and know how to do it in five minutes or less, Anybody can, because for some dumb reason, I just am not that guy. (laughs) You know, when people tell you, oh, you know, you can do this with your phone and I don't know it. I'm like, no, I didn't know that. Well, Q, you need to learn how to use your phone to the full the full capacity. I have a great iPhone and I have a great iPhone watch. And I guarantee you I'm not even using it for 25 percent of what it does. I guarantee you I'm just not that dude. I use it to call and text and email. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe Twitter. <laughs> and that's about it. So just handle your business. Again, it's, it's not even a, 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 a tough thing to do. Just get it done. That, that's all I'm going to tell you. We're going to continue to hammer that home throughout the week because, again, don't want to have any holdups trying to get into the stadium. Don't want you to have any hangups while you're trying to get in there Monday night football to see this game. The Raiders versus the Baltimore Ravens. So uh, that just just know that, that that needs to be done. I'll explain a little bit more of that later on in the show. But coming up on today's show, as a matter of fact, in a few minutes, Ed Graney from ESPN Las Vegas, he'll join us at 2.15, going to talk all things Raiders. He was in the media session, and he was at practice on Monday, on Labor Day, when K.J. Wright was officially uh, introduced to the Raiders or to the to the media, and uh, he was out there practicing, and he met with uh, with all of us, and he was there for a good 10 to 12 minutes and uh, really just showed a lot of leadership. So uh, Ed Graney's going to join us at 2.15, not only to talk about the Raiders, but then also talk about UNLV and their last their the loss that they had last Thursday and their upcoming game that they have. And, DeMond, I'll definitely uh, defer to you for one good question because I know that when it comes to UNLV, you got one good question you have to ask, right? Oh, I've got, I've got one. I've got multiple if I can get them all. <laughs> well, hey, man, you're guaranteed to miss a shot that you don't take, so make sure that you remind me to get both of those or multiple questions for you in. But, yeah, we'll definitely do that coming up in just a few minutes with Ed Graney from ESPN Las Vegas, the press box, 7 to 10 a.m. He does every single morning with Tyler Bischoff. Uh, coming up at 2.30, Raider Nation, I think you'll recognize this name. 
How about Gorilla Rilla? How about Superfan Gorilla Rilla? He's pumped up. He's excited. He's fired up about being in the stadium Monday. So uh, we're going to talk to Gorilla Rilla, expectations for the season, uh, expectations for Monday night, his excitement to start a new chapter of Raiders football with Allegiant Stadium. We're going to get into everything silver and black with Gorilla Rilla, and that's coming up at 2.30. He's a guy that I've ran into more times in the last, I want to say, well, two months since I've been in, in Las Vegas, ever since July. I've ran into him more times than I probably did the last, I don't know, five or six years. But I ran into him at, uh, at the, the, uh, softball, the softball game, the battle for Vegas between the Golden Knights and the Raiders. He was there with uh, the, the Violator and Senor Raider. Then I ran into him again somewhere in Las Vegas. I can't remember exactly where it was. Um, maybe it was, was it that first preseason game against Seattle? It might have been. I ran into him in Cleveland, Ohio, at the Hall of Fame. I mean, I just, I've been running in this dude everywhere, and so to have him on the show today is going to be a lot of fun. So he'll be calling in about 2.30 to talk about Monday night's expectations and what he's feeling for the game. And then at 3.20, very excited about this interview. We do it each and every week here on Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 9.20. We recognize the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Week. And I'll tell you this, Raider Nation, this is one of my favorite interviews each and every week. It really is. And it's so funny because I'm around a lot of professional football players. I'm around a lot of coaches, around a lot of great media guys that I really respect that do a great job. But one of my favorite interviews each and every week, no doubt about it, is talking to whoever the recipient of the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Week Award is. And it's just... It just is so personal for me, and it just means so much to me. And I know that the Raiders are, are entrenched in the community, and I know that they want to make sure that they you know, do, do right by the community and make sure that they're recognizing uh, these high school football coaches and programs. That's the thing. Every single one of the, the coaches that I've talked to, they always say, yeah, the award is great, but I'm just glad that our, our team, my program, is getting some recognition uh, from the Raiders because that means – Uh, That's a big deal, and that means a lot more to them than even winning the award. So we have Palo Verde head football coach, the Panthers, Joe Asnarez. He's going to join us at 320, as I do every single week on Tuesday. At 320, we have the interview with the Tom Flores High School Football Coach of the Week, Joe Asnarez uh, from Palo Verde, the Panthers. They came up with a big victory over Green Valley 21-20 to on Friday night, and they overcame a ton of adversity in their efforts and their attempts to win that game, and so uh, they're two and one on the season. They're going to have a, a tough game coming up this week. We'll talk about that. Talk about. We'll look back on Friday, and then look forward to this upcoming Friday as well. But uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Palo Verde head football coach Joe Asnarez as he is the Tom Flores High School uh, Coach of the Week this week for uh, for this week, the week three of the high school football season. So uh, got a lot to get to. Of course, we want to hear from you, Raider Nation, 702-365-9200. And the Salmon Ash text line is always wide open like some old school TV antennas at 69187, keyword R&R. The texts don't start until my man Tom chimes in on the show, but the phone calls can start right now. Let's go ahead and go out to the Raider Nation listener line and talk to our guy, Raider Thaddeus, 502. What's up with you, my man? Hey, Q, man, much respect. I was just calling. I love what you guys do. Um, I love that you bring in the hip-hop element. Speaking of which, I wanted to give an RIP to Gift the Gab from Black Alicious, uh, Sacramento, and also Shock G from Digital Underground. Yep. But uh, I was calling uh, just because I wanted to put something out into the ether. You know, I'm from Louisville, and I've called before about Nate Hobbs, but, you know, Lamar Jackson won his Heisman at University of Louisville, and I'm just going to go ahead and call it. I'm going to say there's going to be a slant route. Nate Hobbs is going to jump in front of it and take it to the house. I wanted nice. to put that out there. And 
Also, I wanted to give a shout out to the newest Raiderette, uh, my cousin, uh, Leah Gata. She was born and I get, went ahead and got her a beast mode onesie. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for having me and, uh, love the show, man. Keep doing what you do. Awesome, man. Awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. That is awesome. And uh, yeah, man, uh, that's good stuff right there. Lamar Jackson throwing a slant route. Nate Hobbs is jumping it. Uh, that would be fitting, wouldn't it? Uh, Louisville, uh, Louisville and Louisville, both uh, connections there. Uh, obviously, Nate Hobbs went to Illinois, but uh, having that Louisville connection there, that would be uh, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, just for Nate Hobbs to continue his rise that he's had this whole preseason and everything, that would be fitting just because he's been that guy uh, so far. So yeah, good stuff right there. Uh, definitely appreciate the the call and, and the feedback and and the compliments on the show as well. And today also, you want to talk about hip hop real quick. Uh, today would have been Easy E's birthday, I do believe. Today's Easy E's birthday, right? Uh, rest in peace, Easy E. Uh, too many too many rappers. I say rest in peace to. Uh, but uh, yeah, today would have been his birthday. He was born September seventh, nineteen sixty four. Of course, passed away March twenty sixth, nineteen ninety five. And I hated man. I hated that for Easy E when he passed. Man, he passed quick. That was uh, there was no. There was no looking back on that one. That was very unfortunate. And, uh, of course, uh, the passing to Tupac is coming up pretty soon as well. That was a guy – that was one of my dudes, man. That was that was a real deal player for me. So, uh, anyway, yeah, uh, shout-out to you, man. Thank you so much for that that call. I do appreciate you. And, again, like I said, you can feedback on the show at any time. I want to hear from you, Raider Nation. I want to know how you're feeling. How are you feeling with it being game week? I mean, it is – we've been talking about it. We've been anticipating it. We've been breaking down defenses. We've been breaking down offenses. We've been talking about – different elements of the game, but it's game week. It's absolute game week. By this time next week, we'll be talking about a win or a loss. We'll be ta- we'll break- breaking down the game. What went wrong? What went right? Who shined? Who didn't? Raiders will either be 1-0 or 0-1. I mean, the- and the season will be officially a go. You know that there's 17 games guaranteed for the silver and black. It's all up to them what they do with it to guarantee that they have more. Simple as that. So, Raider Nation, let me know. Chime in. Again, you can send a text on the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. Let me know what your, your expectations are for Monday night, how fired up you are for it being game week. And, and let's go. You know, my, my old program director used to tell me to, to dip my head into a tank of gasoline and light it on fire, full throttle. Let's go. That's what this is. There is no going back at all. Right now, it is all go mode. This, like I say in my life, there's nothing but green lights. There's nothing but green lights right now. So uh, we got a lot to get to on today's show. Uh, while we were off on Monday, Monday morning, Tanner Muse, former third-round pick of the Raiders, 2020, he was uh, waived. Uh, I know that caused a lot of controversy. A lot of people were up in arms when they saw that and thought, what in the world's going on? Of course, they had to make a move to make K.J. Wright uh, fit into the 53-man roster. They had to make him available, so a lot of people were fired up, and I don't know if people were more fired up that Tanner Muse was waived as a guy that was at one point penciled in to be a starter, or if they were more upset that it was a third-round pick that the Raiders waived from just a year ago, making two out of three of their their picks that they had in 2020 no longer on the roster, at least for right now. But let's go on out to the Raider Nation hotline and talk to one of our good guests that joins us uh, each week, and that is Ed Graney from ESPN Las Vegas. You can find him on the press box, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with Tyler Bischoff. Do a great job on our sister station, also from the Las Vegas Review Journal. And Ed, thank you so much for your time, my man. I do appreciate you. And I was just talking about Tanner Muse. He got waived on Monday, and a lot of Raider Nation got upset and fired up. Uh, what was your initial thoughts when you saw that, that Tanner Muse was waived, knowing that they had to make a roster spot for K.J. Wright? 
Well, my initial thoughts came back to you because you're now my boss, so please don't send me a happy birthday tweet here in October because if I get one of those, then I might as well just leave the building. It's a wrap. Um, it's a wrap at that point. I'm like, happy birthday. See you later. Um, well, look, they had to make a move because you can't turn down a player like K.J. Wright. So someone had to go, um, and I know you know you, we're going to talk about the 2020 class and what's happened there, but um, there's a reason they did it. There's a reason they've reworked in the last several days. Uh and Gokwe Kwiatkowski, NASA deals to get to cap relief to sign him. He's a Super Bowl champion, an all-pro player who knows Gus Bradley's system as well as anyone. So felt bad for Tanner Muse because it seemed like in the training camp and elsewhere, I don't think he was really good in the Niner game, but he had played well enough to where I think they thought he'd see time this year. Uh, but you got to make room. It's the business, and, I mean, if it comes down to K.J. Wright and Tanner Muse, they're going to pick that one every day of the week, which they should at this point. So, yeah, I felt bad for Tanner, um, but who knows? I mean, and you can t- I have not kept closely track. I don't know if he's been signed the practice squad or he cleared waivers, but I would think he'll end up somewhere. At the, at the worst, he's going to be on a practice squad, I would think, somewhere, having played in Clemson and being a good special teams player. So good get for getting K.J. right, man. They, they needed a player like him. Yeah, no, they, they really did, and that's what my anticipation is, that he's going to clear waivers. But you never know what teams are out there thinking or what they need right now, so someone might pick him up. But I'm assuming he's going to clear waivers and the team is going to practice, put him on the practice squad. But, again, that's just me assuming. I, I say, I'll say this, Ed, and then we'll move on. I'd rather the team realize that, hey, he's not ready to fill the role that we might think that or we might have thought that we wanted to put him in, so we need to make a move instead of just trying to make it work. Yeah, and and again, I mean, in the last twenty four hours, what have we heard? Well, Mike Mack saying if you get three first, or three third rounders, you know, it's a luxury, and they could all be starters. That didn't work out that way. But at the end of the day, you can't beat your head against the wall either. Right. Uh, you might take some grief for the comment, which he will, and, and deservedly so. Maybe we got to see how these other guys in that draft work out. But if you can get KJ right, if it means hey, we're going to take the PR hit on the Muse move, and we lost one of those guys in the draft, then you make the PR move. Because guess what? If KJ Wright plays to a level, even if he did last year, never mind two years ago. Right. And your defense is that much better in your winning games. You know, no offense against Tanner Muse. No one's going to remember that pick in the third round. No one's going to remember Tanner Muse because you're winning games. So Mike Mayock's job is to do the best he can in the moment to win games. And um, say what you want about them, but with Perriman and KJ Wright and clearing cap space and reworking deals, the Raiders were all in to make the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to do it, but Mike Mayock's been busy. And that's what you want to see out of a guy, you know, trying to make the playoffs and get the team back to the playoffs for the first time, you know, the second time in 18 years. You want to see a guy working. And Mike Mayock's been working the last several weeks. Right. No, he really has. And that's the key, man. He said playoffs in the media session that we were all in, and now the team is acting like a playoff team or a team that expects to make the playoffs by going out and making aggressive moves. So, yeah, I'm with you 100%. talking right now with Ed Graney from ESP Las Vegas, the press box on Twitter, at Ed Graney. And I think of KJ Wright, man. I mean, he was a big, massive dude that walked into the media session. He was very willing to talk. You know, he seemed like he was very happy to be there. And I think you asked the question, the million-dollar question about, has he got that burn in his belly? And, Ed, he sure let you know he yeah, had the burn. he did. He did. Um, I, thought I, I thought I was a good reporter and uh, reporting back immediately that Henry Ruggs was fast last year. But my report back this year that, that KJ Wright is big might even be uh, better because that guy's a beast. Um, yes. No pads on you and I were standing next to each other when he was stretching. Like, man, that dude is a big dude, uh, you know, even for a linebacker in that league. So I thought he was great. You, you knew right away, and you, you were sitting in front of me, right when he walked in the room, he lit up, hey, guys, you knew he was a pro. You mm-hmm. knew there'd be great answers. You can just tell when guys walk in, like, if they've done it for a long time or how, if they're going to be good or if they're going to be bad. I thought he was terrific. And, you know, look, when you're told by a team that you won a Super Bowl with and you're the third all-time leading tackler on that team and the only guys ahead of you are, you know, uh, potential Hall of Famers uh, and you're number three 
and they want to get you to a discount salary wise, and they're going younger at your spot. You know, I don't care how much you've done; you're going the fire is going to burn because mm-hmm. you know at least it's like, look, I'm just going to show you. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to play like crazy, and you're going to look back at the end of the year and wish it hadn't worked out that way. Now. He's got to go do that. We don't know if that's going to happen, but I think that has to be his mindset. Like, no matter what I've done, he's got a ring and everything. i got to go prove myself, and I want to prove myself. When he says, hey, I've been pissed off the whole offseason, that's good for the Raiders. Right. You know, I, I, it's good for the Raiders that you're getting a player who's not only accomplished, but who still wants to prove stuff. If he's at the end of his career and he's just kind of walking through and getting money, that's one thing. But he didn't seem like that at all. He seems like he wants to be great, um, and that can only work out in Las Vegas if he ends up being that. Right, exactly. And, and Ed, I think that that was a, a great way to put it because, I mean, he almost sounded offended when you asked him if the burn yeah. was still there, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. a good thing. I, I actually, you didn't see me because you're in front of me. I jumped under the desk <laughs> at that point because I saw this man. I'm like, I'm getting out of here. I should have. No, but he was, you know, he did say the fire is burning. And it, yeah. it, it should be. You know, he's getting $3 million. I think it can work up to 5 in the yep. 5 range. Um, so it, it's just a good move for them. I Look, we know what they were linebacker last year. I think the hope is that Corey Littleton is the Corey Littleton of two years ago. If that happens, if Corey Littleton, re, you know, revives himself and Krakowski's better and Morrow, you know, becomes healthy and Perriman adds something and now you have KJ Wright. Like, you can go from a really suspect linebacking core mm-hmm. to maybe the best in the division. I mean, and, and it's not that far of a jump. I mean, I don't think Corey Littleton's going to play like he did last year. It would be impossible to believe that. So you could be really good at a position last year where you weren't that good at. Right. I feel like they went from being a strength when everybody expected Nicholas Morrow to play a big role to all of a sudden injuries, weakness, now a strength again. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We, we, we'll see how it shakes out. they got to get it done on the field. But uh, final, final question I have for you about the Raiders. As far as K.J. Wright, I know he's in shape. I know he's been working out. I know he's been you know, ready to go. But football shape, how long do you think he'll take him to really get into football shape? And so how much do you think that you'll actually see of him on Monday? I think we'll see him on Monday. I think guys like that, 10 years in the league, know their bodies better than anyone. Uh, you're right. I mean, and, and here it's game week, so he's not going to take on a lot of contact you know, at all probably, because the game week, they really dial it back. Um, I, I think we're seeing a Monday night. How much, how many, how many snaps he gets, I don't know, but I think we'll see him Monday. Ten years in the league. Uh, look, this guy, 144 starts, uh, 144 games, 140 starts. Really durable. Right. And, you know, late in his career, really durable. So he obviously knows how to take care of his body. Uh, that, that's a lot of games at a linebacker for not being injured a lot. Um, so, Look, I'm also really excited to see the guy play because you and I both know they they really struggled tackling last year, and this guy can tackle people. And you yep. need people to tackle people, and he can tackle. I mean, like I said, who is it? Is it um, is it Sherman and Eugene Robinson? Or I'm I'm forgetting the name. Uh, I'm forgetting who the top two are in Seattle. I know Eugene Robinson was one, but you know you're number three behind guys of that ilk. Right. Um, you're 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 doing pretty well for yourself. Um, and you know you're. You're a hell of a tackler, so I really want to see him play and see what he can give them, you know, come Monday night. Absolutely. I think, if anything, man, he brings some confidence to that linebacking room, and you're going to see that on Monday on the field. So that's something to get excited about. Now, Ed, we have you on every week, and I want to talk about UNLV. They fall to Eastern Washington 35-33. This was a game where, okay, you got to get this one because your schedule gets really tough they lose double overtime. It was exciting the way that they stuck in there and hung in the game, but ultimately they get an L. And Marcus Arroyo said, the head coach, after uh, the game, he's not into moral victories and all that good stuff, which he shouldn't be. He should be looking no. for, for real W's. W's on paper, W's on the field. So where does UNLV go from here? And, and did you see enough from Brumfield, the quarterback, to feel like, okay, 
this is a guy that can at least lead them moving forward and probably should have been in the game a little bit earlier. Yeah, I'll quickly say, so don't get tweeted, Bobby Wagner. But anyway, uh, Bobby go. Wagner and Eugene Robinson. Um, yeah, look, Doug Brumfield was the better of the two. He's going to start this week. And I think Marcus has to at some point, and I hope it, for their sake it's now, you've got to settle on someone. You know, last year was weird. They played four guys. I mean, it was weird because no spring and COVID and all that. This year they come in, they played two in the, in the, in the opener. You've got to settle on someone, man. And unless, it's, unless he gets hurt or it's just chaos with interceptions and all of that, I think you roll with him until, if and when, Tate Martell can challenge and come in and is, is healthy. Uh, it's not to throw Justin Rogers under the, be- uh, under the bus, because I tell you what, you know who has to be better this week? Bradley Garcia, Fatuna, McDaniel, Shanks, mm-hmm. whoever's blocking for him. Those guys up front weren't good. They did not do a good job. So those are the dudes this week who better step up against ASU. But when it comes to the quarterback, I think Brumfield's the best option they have right now. We have no idea about Tate's health. Obviously, they don't let anything out, uh, out there in terms of information. So I'd roll with the man. I'd say, you're the guy, and we're rolling with you. And like I said, unless he's hurt or it's just a disaster in so many ways, I would stay with him uh, and, I, and roll with him. And you've got to get someone in that starting position who has some kind of consistency. And if you keep playing two guys a week, it's just you're never going to get to that realm. And right. winning these games over the next month is going to be really hard, even if your quarterback's really, really good. Right. Um, but try, you know, and you know as well as anyone knowing football as you do, they could go into ASU lose 40 to 10 and he could be okay because mm-hmm. your defense just can't stop him right. you just want him to be consistent you don't want you don't want four turnovers turn it over one time like show something where there's progress and move forward with Doug Brumfield as your quarterback because I just think if you keep changing guys left and right it's just never going to be what you want it to be yeah I mean Ed they always say if you have two quarterbacks you don't have one right I right. mean that's exactly. just <laughs> it's exactly. just as as simple as that, yeah. and I gotta, I gotta let Demond ask a question. I know he's burning in the studio right now to ask no, a UNLV I question. I can't believe Demond was happy the other night. <laughs> oh no, no, no. He, he was happy because he was hanging out with people and he was a man of the people. But Demond, <laughs> what do you, what do you have for Ed today? Well, I'm glad that he said that if Tate, if and when Tate comes back, he can challenge for the job. But until then, I do think that Doug is still the starting quarterback. But my yeah. coach is about um, Coach Arroyo. My question is about Coach Arroyo here. If they, if the Rebels, I know it's still early in the season, but we said last week that the first game of the season was a must-win, and they did lose the must-win right. game of the season. If he doesn't win a game, is the hot seat on? Well, I, I don't think there's any question because we don't know who his boss is going to be. I mean, the, the, yeah. the, the, the thing you don't want to be as a head coach, and I know he's only in his second year and his buyout's big right now, and it's not like they're swimming in money out there. So there's a lot that goes into a, a group of five coach compared to a power five who can just write checks and write people off in terms of buyouts. But he doesn't have a boss, a full-time boss. Right now. He, he, there's an interim athletic director at there. So let's say things go bad this year and, and they win one or none. And I'm, you know, I, I, don't think, I think they can do better than that, but who knows. Then you hire a new full-time AD in the spring, and he's looking at a coach who's 1-17 you know, or 0-18 or whatever it would be. At that point, that AD is going to have to make a decision. And what do ADs want to do more than anything in the world? They Bring want their, their own, own football guys. coach, and they want their own men's basketball coach. And yep. after that, doesn't matter. So... Yeah, Demond. I I think if it went as bad as you're saying, then he'd have to be because he's going to have a new boss. And again, his buyout's three two. I think after this year, now that's a big number. Now, yeah, could you have money people step forward? Could you get people to talk about it? Yeah, but I don't think they want to think that way yet. I mean, it's only one game. I think they want to. I think they see games in the Mountain West that are that are winnable. Um, I saw some scores over the weekend that some things I thought were winnable might not be as winnable, but I do think they're winnable games on the score on, on the schedule for them. I do think they can get compete in three or four games, and if you're competing, you have a chance to win. But if it goes the way you're talking to them on, then someone in that chair, in the athletics chair, is probably going to have a decision. 
And and Ed, I mean, this week they take on Arizona State. They're on the road. I mean, what's yeah. what's your thoughts on this game? Yeah. I mean, it's, it definitely gets no easier for the Rebels. No, and you know, I mean, the lines and the lines thirty three and Arizona State. I think that I just saw their rankings. They're twenty three this week. I didn't think they overwhelmed against Southern Utah. They probably were very vanilla. They won like forty four to ten. I'm sure they didn't show anything. I don't think they'll show anything this week. I mean, they're going you know until they play, you know, someone considered a real opponent. They're not going right. to probably Herm probably won't show much. So. You know, they'll be more athletic, they'll be faster, they'll be bigger, they'll be a Pac-12 team playing UNLV. That's what they're going to be. So, like I said, if they're going to lose, then show progress, which you can do. Look, guys, I like Kyle Wilburn a lot at the SAM. You know, I, I like a lot of these kids they have. Who's the kid, Jacoby Winman? They've got some defensive players in UNLV who I saw do things the other night in terms of physicality and hitting people that I have not seen in years. Right. They've got some kids willing to put their body into people and take people down and make plays. So... Keep keep improving your defense. I thought the defense is crazy. I thought they played well the other night, but they got gassed because the offense couldn't do anything. Agreed. They just Agreed. got gassed. So yep. keep doing that. Have Brumfield improve. Let Charles Williams run the ball and, and keep moving on and trying to get better. And, and I hate that I forget his name, but the uh, the corner that was uh, ejected for targeting, I thought it was a terrible call, first of all. But I yeah. thought that that took a lot of kind of the air out of their, their sails immediately. And then the, they got it. They built it back up. But it felt like it took a lot of air out of their sails when it happened. Yeah, Noel Williams, and I'm going to agree with you on the call. I thought yeah, if you're going to call it, that's fine. I thought when they went to replay, they would overturn and he wouldn't get ejected. But once they didn't overturn, then obviously, letter of the law, he has to be thrown out. So right. I'm with you on Noel Williams. I, I thought... I, I had an issue with him getting ejected. I did too. I did too. I don't like the ejection with targeting anyway, but that's a whole nother conversation. So, uh, you know, that we could be here for hours talking about that. Oh, but, I Ed, oh, yeah, I great stuff as always, my man. What do you have coming up on the press box? What do you have coming out on the review journal that folks should be on the lookout for? Yeah, we're excited for tomorrow because we're going to talk to a young lady who covers Arizona State for the Arizona Republic, uh, the nice. beat writer for Arizona State. Sam and Ash, Injury Law, and uh, Jason Fitz, who's also a, always a great guest on Wednesday. So, good stuff there, and I'll see you out at the Raiders all week. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Ed. All right, buddy. Thanks. Take care. Take care. Yes, tomorrow. sir. There he goes, Ed Graney right there uh, from the Press Box with Tyler Bischoff, ESPN Las Vegas, our sister station, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., uh, covers UNLV like a glove, covers the Raiders like a glove, does a great job also with the Las Vegas Review Journal. 2.30 is the time. Good stuff with Ed. When we come back, we'll be talking to superfan Gorilla Rilla. He's going to be headed to Monday Night Football, the Allegiant Stadium, the Ravens and Raiders. We'll talk all about that next. This is Unnecessary Roughness live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We have dogs out there that's ready to hunt. Uh, They're ready for this game. They're excited for it. And I'm excited to see them hunt. I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows. We don't need no cats. We need more dogs. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. That was great work right there from DeMond. Fantastic work there from DeMond. Thank you very much for that. I like that. You're listening to Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We're live at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. That soundbite you heard was Corey Littleton, a Raiders linebacker, talking to the media today, talking about the defensive line, who he's got in there, uh, who he's out there playing with, and it's a bunch of dogs. I like that. Speaking of dogs, this is a guy that was always a, a fan favorite, and he was a favorite of mine as well. 
Uh, today, Adam Schefter just tweeted, the Saints are releasing running back Latavius Murray. They asked him for a pay reduction yesterday, and he refused. He's coming off his best season, averaging four and a half yards per carry and 7.7 yards per catch. So the Tay Train Raider Nation is available. And I only tell you that because the Raiders have brought in a lot of running backs over the past uh, few days and so to, to work out. And I'm just saying, just going to throw it out there, and I'll ask Gorilla Rilla when he joins us, and he's going to join us in just a second. I wouldn't mind seeing the Tay Train running through Allegiant Stadium. Just going to throw it out there. You know, I've been throwing things out into the air, throwing it out to existence, and it, and it pops up. So maybe if I, if I start the campaign now from inside the building, maybe something will happen. Just saying. Could throw it out there like that. But right now, joining us on the phone lines is my guy, one of my favorite dudes to run into, and I seem like I've been running into him a lot lately, is uh, Raider superfan Gorilla Rilla. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Raider Nation Radio 920. How you feeling? How pumped up are you for Monday night? Man, I'm pumped up, man. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to win. I'm ready to watch and I'm ready to raise my fist up, bro. We're excited. <laughs> the, the nation's excited, man. And most of all, man, first game, first uh, year, man, with fans in the stadium cheering our team on, man. Ain't nothing like it. You know, right. we're trying to bring the vibe from Oakland to Vegas, and it's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. Absolutely. And I've seen you around Vegas. I saw you at the Hall of Fame ceremony from Tom Flores and Charles Woodson, seen you there. I mean, I've been running into you all over the place, but you hit it on the head. It's, it's the opening of a brand new stadium. It's another chapter of Raiders football. I mean, just having all the fans in the stands to celebrate and cheer on the silver and black. I mean, what's your anticipation level for Monday night? Well, you know, my anticipation, first and foremost, man, is just win. Like Al Davis, just win, baby. And, every, and everything else will fall in place after that. But you know what? My anticipation is uh, bringing in the, the fuel, man, bringing the fire that us fans do, uh, you know, for, for season after season after season. Just bring the fuel in, let the fire burn, let the flame burn, let the torch burn, and let's go out there, man. As right. fans, that's the, that's the best we can do. Just go out there and just cheer our team on, man, and uh, uh, fight to the end. And, and uh, uh, that's what I'm anticipating, man. Uh, excitement. You know, it's like going on the first date, man. You open the door up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you don't chew with your mouth open. Everything is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's going to happen this, this first game, man. And, you know, I've been hearing from a lot of the nation, man, from fans that uh, that's never been to a Raider game. They're coming to Vegas. Yes. So they're going to open up to a new, uh, 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 new dimension of what they perceive. I mean, we're saying would have seen the, the love that we had in Oakland, but like a, you know, like you said, it's a new chapter and it's a new beginning. So I'm ready for it, man. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking right now with Gorilla Rilla here on uh, Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. And, you know, I, I said last season there was about three games that I think Raider Nation could have really impacted. And I believe that, that fans can not only cheer on the, their team and not only have a good time at the game, but they can also be an impact on the game. And I look at Kansas City, I look at Miami, I look at the Charger game last season, all at Allegiant Stadium. How much of an impact do you think a super-packed, loud Raider crowd can make on the game, even starting as early as Monday night? Man, I'll give you an analogy. It's like going to a party, to a club, and if the DJ ain't playing the right music, it's dead. Ain't no one on yeah. the floor. But you get the right mode, the right beat, everybody's going to be putting their hands up. And that's what's going to happen, man. Fans will be coming in, anticipation of the new stadium, the torch being lit, man, the new venue of music. Oh, man, it's the music of the fans, man. It's what fans the nation bring. And it's excitement, man. You know, uh, the team's going to get excited. We're going to pump them up. Rudy, as always, is just going to have uh, uh, his 
his uh, uh, his war machine ready to go, man. Right. And all cylinders, as he says. So we're excited, man. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, no. Man, and, uh, <laughs> you know, let's go. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think everyone is fired up. Everyone's so anticipating this uh, this opening of the of the stadium and this Monday night football game, where all eyes will be on Allegiant Stadium as it's the only Monday night football game uh, this year, as as opposed to other years where there's been uh, dual games. But uh, I know yeah. that this has uh, been kind of a hot topic for for Raider Nation. The fact that uh, Mark Davis has come out and said, "Hey, you know, you got to be fully vaccinated to come to the game. You got to use the Clear app. We've been encouraging people to go and download the Clear app now, put all their information in it. You've been recently vaccinated." You're good to go. You got your clear app. Uh, how 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 was the process getting through it, and, and how kind of painless was it? Well, you know, first and foremost, man, I, and this is the honest truth, man, I was totally against it just because of, I mean, I am, I'm, just because I didn't want to take it. Right. But when the Raiders said, you can't come into stadium without a shot, I said, man, I am not going to stop doing what I love to do, and I do what I love. And it's part of it, man. And, you know, uh, uh, friends of mine are doctors and whatnot, and, it's like, you know, a flu shot. People take flu shots every year. And mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know what's in that, let, let alone uh, taking it. So, you know what, man? Not to be selfish, man, but to keep the ones around me safe. And, uh, 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 you know, it won't prevent me from not getting it. It possibly may get it. But you know what? Uh, uh, it's just keeping people safe, man. Right. My loved ones, fans around me. And most of all, man, I get to go and cheer my team on. It, man, hey. Getting poked by a cactus was harder than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know a, a little soreness is it, really nothing, man. Right. And uh, uh, real simple to go, um, I, I am vaccinated. I do have one more shot to go, and then I'll take that like a week after the home opener. But uh, but there's a thing that came on the Raider website. Uh, I will be going on Saturday at 1 o'clock on Lot B. For those that only have one shot, you could go through uh, the out there in Lot B on Saturday and Sunday, actually, at 1 o'clock and do all the paperwork and whatnot. So on game day, you don't have to deal with that. You could just go right through. Boom. There it is right there. That's great knowledge. And, yeah. of course, we'll we'll pass that along uh, as well. And, you know, of course, been encouraging everyone to download the Clear app and get that done well before they yeah. even get to yeah. the stadium just because, you know, Wi-Fi when there's 65,000 people trying to use it at the same time doesn't work that well. But pretty much for you, the process was pretty simple, right? Simple and easy, man. It's like buying a lottery ticket. Go and scratch it. You either win or you lose. I'm a winner, <laughs> man. I went and got my shot, and I'm winning. Right, exactly, exactly. And, of course, we want to see the, the team win on the field. That's something that, of course, you, uh, the Violator, Senor Raider, I mean, you guys represent the, the nation so well and always are, are just win, baby, like you mentioned. You know, always got the, the, the motto, just win, baby, and come get some. And, you know, you get the guys fired up. So, I mean, just, just the anticipation of all your friends being around you, all your family being around you, and I mean your family as Raider Nation as a whole, is just, I mean, it's got to be at a 10, and, and, and you just – you really can't wait to, to get here and, and just let it all out. Oh, man, you know what? I, I've been doing this almost three decades. I still get butterflies in my stomach, even during <laughs> preseason, man. And you know what? It's nothing like going to church on Sunday with, with, with Raider Nation. That's what it's about, coming together like a family reunion, making new friendships, new memories, man. And I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the fans, for us as a whole, man, as a nation, just coming together on, uh, with everything going on in the world, man. Just something to cheer for, something to look forward to. And, uh, again, making memories, man, with the ones we love, man. Right. 
No doubt about it. We're talking right now with Gorilla Rilla here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. We're live at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. And Gorilla, what 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 day are you getting into town, and what are your plans when you get here? Oh, man, there's a, there's a lot of things going on, man. You got Josh <laughs> Jacobs on Saturday. Yep. You got Belitikoff on Friday. You got Charles Woodson on the weekend, man. You got parties here, parties there. And uh, uh, the Black Hole, man, is going to have a big party at the Omni at Caesars. Okay. On Sunday from 8 to 11, get your tickets. We got special guests, entertainment, uh, uh, Jermaine Dupree. What? Be in the house. What? Yes. Hold up now. Yes. Hold up, man. Wait a minute. No one yes. told me JD yes. was coming to town. Come on, man. You talking to the Rilla, man? <laughs> oh, man. Man, you didn't tell your boy that, that JD's coming <laughs> to town? So, so deaf is coming? Yes, sir. Wow. He's showing up, entertaining uh, uh, the nation on Sunday, man. Uh, uh, go on the Black Hole Fan Event.com. One price uh, takes care of it all food, open bar, entertainment special guests, and there's more things coming along, too. But uh, Jermaine Dupree in the house, man. Representing Raiders, man. You got, you got me with J.D. Let me ask you this, man, and, and if, it's, if it's, you know, on the low and you can't say anything, that's okay, but is he bringing the brat with him? I got to know. <laughs> you know what, man? I know he has a box of goodies, and I don't <laughs> even know what's in that box. Oh, but man. I'm looking forward to doing it, man. You know. Hey, you know what, Q, man, uh, 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 just like to say a shout-out to my brother, Rob Rivera, co-founder of the Black Hole. Yeah. Uh, without him, a lot of things wouldn't be in place. But uh, as of today, man, uh, 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 he has COVID, and uh, it took a little turn today. He actually had to go on the ven- a ventilator mm. today. So let's keep a prayer for him, man. Yes. Co-founder of the Black Hole. So, uh, you know, just put a big shout-out for Rob Rivera. Yeah, absolutely, man. Prayers up, and please keep me uh, up to date on, on what's going on with them and everything. Like I said, man, would love yeah. to update that for the nation because uh, I yeah. don't want anyone, I don't want anyone to go through this and have to suffer or anything. And so, uh, yeah, man, thank you for throwing that out there, and yeah. we'll definitely yeah. keep him in our prayers and thoughts. So, uh, yeah, man, um, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be an action packed weekend. I'm not going to be able to do everything oh. I want to, but uh, if JD is oh, in yeah. town and the Brats in town, I'm going. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and, and don't forget. Tim Brown's going to be at the Forum at Caesars, too, this yeah. weekend. And uh, we got uh, uh, Lincoln Kennedy at Fremont Street. There's, yep. there's another gig over there. The homies is doing something at, 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 at Rockland. And uh, it's a fun-filled weekend, man. And and don't forget, man, on Tailgate, on Tailgate Sunday, man, Lot J, Lot J, uh, uh, they're bringing that, that, that spice back from Oakland. Yes. Uh, tailgating, Lot J, Lot J. Nice. Nice, nice. I like it. Well, that's great stuff. You got my number. Make sure to reach out to me, man, and holler at me. Let me know. We'll have to catch up somewhere. Before I let you go, man, and this has been great. I do appreciate your time. Let everyone know where they can go again on either Saturday or Sunday in the at the stadium to go in and uh, take care of their business that they have to do as far as the vaccination goes. Oh, yeah, vaccination, man. They are going to have a spot on site uh, to get your shot there on, on, on game day if need to. But on Saturday and Sunday – at 1 o'clock in Lot B. In Lot B, uh, take care of your business there. If you only have one shot and you need to take care of your paperwork or get clearance so there's no uphold on Monday as you want to get inside the stadium, go to Lot B at 1 o'clock, 1 to 6, Saturday and Sunday. You heard it here on, on the queue. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't get any better than that. Great stuff, my man. Gorilla Rilla getting everyone prepared and educated and fired up for this Monday. Very excited. Thank you so much for your time, my man. When you get hey. to town, holler at your boy. 
Hey, 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 one thing I say to the nation, man. I love you, man. God bless everyone, family and friends. There it is. There he goes right there. Gorilla Rilla, Raider super fan. That's a good dude. You recognize him everywhere. He's been everywhere. He's done everything. And he represents the silver and black with a lot of pride. And so we definitely appreciate him for giving us a few minutes here today on Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio. The time is 2.45. When we come back live from Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, I want to hear from you, Raider Nation, 702-365-9200. And, of course, the Sam and Ash text line as well, 69187, keyword R&R. Hit up com because you deserve what's right what's your anticipation level it's game week baby how are you feeling let your boy know this is unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920 welcome back to unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920 I'm gonna have to kick you you know what today here's your boy Q hour number one of the show live from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center Raiders HQ has flown by just like we got into the fast lane and we didn't look back that first hour is just about donezo. A lot of great stuff. Ed Graney from ESPN Las Vegas joined us early in the show. Then we just uh, wrapped up with Gorilla Rilla, super fan of the Silver and Black, and uh, he had a lot of good stuff as well. Uh, well got a text message on the Sam and Ash text line, a 69187 keyword R&R from Mailman Raider. Q, game week, is, game week has got me pumped. Don't tell my boss, but I'm already calling in Monday. Calling it now. Raiders win 27-13. Let's go! That's from Mailman Raider, who's calling in on Monday, but his boss, <laughs> we're not going to tell his boss that he's calling in Monday. Damon, do not tell his boss that he's calling in Monday. All right, I like that. He don't care how the game goes. <laughs> he just ain't going to call in. He is going to call in. He's not going to work. That's why you, that's why you stack days off, that, those days that you can get off, so you, you, you can call in and be okay and feel good about yourself. So shout out to Mailman Raider. I'll pretend that he's not delivering mail in the bay. You know what I mean? Because I don't want his boss to know that he, that's the one who texted in. It's the other mailman, my, my homeboy, Corby. I actually did have a homeboy. Actually, I do have a homeboy. I, I, correction. I have a homeboy in Texas who I have him labeled in my phone the mailman. And people always crack up whenever he calls me. They're like, why is the mailman calling you? I'm like, that's, just, that's who he is. He's the mailman. That's my guy. So, anyway, long story short. Uh, got the got the Raider Nation listener line wide open as well, 702-365-9200. Let's go on out there, and let's talk to Ruben in Vegas. Ruben, what's on your mind this afternoon? Thanks so much, Q. Thanks for having me on. Uh, first and foremost, I uh, hope uh, my thoughts and well wishes to uh, Rob, Gorilla Rilla's brother. Yes. The COVID situation. Yes. That, you know, man, it was crazy out there in the world. But, man, just getting ready for game week, man. You know, excited, pumped up. I mean, it's still – I moved out here seven years ago, man. It's like a dream that my team's out here, our team's out here, and just feels unreal, man, getting ready. And I just hope, man, I really hope they try to keep a little bit of that West Coast music in the stadium because I went to the preseason game, man, and I don't know, man. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> right, I mean, right. You, keep, you know, keep a little bit of that fun, man. You know, especially, you know, keep some too short, man. Blow the whistle or something, you know, but. Yeah. Crazy, crazy weekend, man. You know, got a lot of events going on. I don't know if I heard, but. Are you and Vinny doing something Saturday and possibly giving away tickets to the game? Uh, yeah, possibility. I've heard that as well. <laughs> we are uh, we are going to be hanging out on Sunday evening, I believe from 5 to well, whenever, and that's going to be at the Rockstar Bar and Grill. We're going to be hanging out doing something really big. And, uh, yeah, a little birdie told me that there's going to be tickets there, but I don't want to fire up the whole nation and let them know that just in case. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this is a little thing I heard on the streets, but... Yeah, anyway, streets are talking, man. Just like JD's <laughs> coming to town. Did you know Jermaine Dupree's coming to town? No, I didn't. That was breaking news by the Rilla himself. 
Yeah, man. How come if JD comes to town, he's got to check in with me, man. Let let me know he's going to be here, especially if he brings the brat with him. That's my girl. Right, right. You keep up the good work, man. Congratulations on your promotion. I hear I hear Radio Nation Radio all day, and all they saying is you the boss now. So, hey, man, that's that's another rumor that's out there. <laughs> Everybody's got a boss. So, uh, yeah, there it is. Thank you for the call, Ruben. I do appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, Damon, I don't know. You're too, You're a new booty in the game, man. I don't know if you could respect the brat like I respect the brat. What you know about the brat? Um, great MC, no from Jermaine Dupree. I like those. That era of music to me is more defined by music videos and the dressing. So it's like I have a I know what she looks like exactly. Oh Ask man, me to name a song really couldn't tell you. Functified was always was obviously her biggest hit, but I mean she had so many. What do you like? She did that with Tyrese. That's another video that you probably seen. I'll tell you this, and then we'll take a break. No, we got one more call. D- the brat was my girl. I mean, like real life. You know how you have a crush? Like J Lo is my new girl. Like she's been my girl for the last like twenty years, but. The brat was my original girl. Like she was, that was the one. Like she, you, she could do no wrong in my eyes. Like I was, I was the brat all day long. Like that was my favorite female artist of all. Like anytime she would come on TV or or her song was on, I, I had girlfriends that used to get mad when I played the brat in the car because she's like, "Oh, your girl's on." You know what I mean? Like they get mad. That's how. And then I found out that the brat. I, I realized later on in life that. The brat was really looking for the same thing in life that I was looking for. So, you know, it's just <laughs> – I mean, I'm just saying. It's okay. I love it. It's all right. We can all, you know, join the party. But, yeah, the brat, man, that's that's my girl right there. That's on the bucket list of interviews, too. I haven't got that interview. Charles Woodson and the brat, and not necessarily in that order. Uh, real quick, before we have to take a break, let's go out to the phone lines again and talk to our guy, Raider Mike. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, bro? Just Chilling, man. Calling in. I'm – I'm here in Cedar City, almost to Vegas. Nice. I get there late Thursday night near Bryce Canyon right now camping. So, anyway, I cannot be more pumped. It's, it's game week. And I've had, what, 17, 18 years of just horrifying teams. I mean, from the Tuck rule to Jamarcus mm. Mm. all the way till now, it's just been a crap show. And uh, I, for the first time, I can confidently go on air and say, this team is going to make a run. And last week, we talked about all week, we needed one more move. K.J. Yep. Wright. And we locked him up. Game on, NFL. Game on, Ravens. We are going to serve notice to all these pundits that are punking us nationwide for the whole summer, making us look, try to make us look stupid. We've, we've held strong. We know what we got. They know what's coming. We see the fear in their eyes, and the SmackDown goes Monday night, and we'll be we'll we'll be the ones talking Tuesday morning. Trust right. me on this, Raider Nation. Great, be good. Yeah. Great show. Peace, Demond. Peace, Q. I'll see you this weekend at some point. All Later right, guys. sounds good. Thanks for the call. Great stuff, man. Always appreciate hearing from you. And uh, be safe. And yeah, can't wait till you get to town. And that's a beautiful thing, man. We are going to be the welcoming party. We absolutely are. Just found out today that we're going to be doing all our shows from the morning tailgate to JT the Brick to Unnecessary Roughness. We're going to be doing all those shows live from Allegiant Stadium on Monday. So we are going to be your welcoming party. You could put on Raider Nation Radio 920, sit back and listen from wherever you're at and know that we're going to get you prepared. We're going to be your soundtrack to get you fired up and ready for that game on Monday night 
versus the Baltimore Ravens. Boy, I'm getting excited. I might not sleep at all this week. I don't sleep anyway because I'm always grinding. The wife's really going to hate me this week because it's game week. You know, I feel like I'm in the trenches, and I'm not. I ain't nowhere near a trench, but I'm going to feel like I'm in the trenches because it's going down. I'm so excited about how everything shakes out this week and Monday night. 2.58 the time. Come back. We got cover three NFL news and notes of the day. I got some notes for you, but if you want to chime in, you want to let me know how you're feeling in game week, feel free to. It's all good. 702-365-9200. And, of course, the Salmon Ash text line as well, 69187, keyword R&R. This is Unnecessary Roughness live from Raiders HQ here on Raider Nation Radio 920.